This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Executive Platforms Blueprint podcast series. My guest today is Matt Delaney of Covalent Network. Uh, we're going to have a conversation about how manufacturing identifies and trains and, and brings on uh, talent and how that has changed, and it should be a wonderful conversation. Matt, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Jim. What does Covalent Networks do? The short answer of what Covalent Networks does is we are an enterprise SaaS application that helps put the right person on the right job. The longer answer uh, is that uh, in order to know uh, who should go on what job, you actually uh, really need to know who can do what. Um, and and to, to solve for that is, is a little bit of a, of a, of a harder challenge. Um, so what we do is uh, uh, our application essentially enables the end-to-end -end on the floor qualification process for uh, 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 hourly workers oftentimes um, on the production floor, out in the field, out on the deck plate, um, and essentially facilitate a lot of those small interactions between trainees and trainers and subject matter experts and evaluators, um, and ultimately capture who knows how to do what. Um, and in doing so, we're able to automatically generate uh, those skill matrices um, and flexibility charts uh, that a lot of operational uh, leaders uh, depend on, honestly, to know who can do what or whether there's enough coverage um, uh, to, to do uh, the work that, that needs to be done. Now, would you say your organization is more on the recruiting side? Is it on the onboarding side, the training side? What, where do you uh, focus your efforts? We focus our efforts on the, 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 the on-the-job training and qualification. So once they've been recruited, once they've been onboarded, uh, then folks start job-specific training. It might be specific to a particular process or a particular machine, um, and that's where uh, we uh, really shine. Now, you and I are speaking at the uh, North American Manufacturing Excellence Summit. You know, why are you here? Who are you hoping to connect with? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're at NAMES, uh, hoping to connect, uh, honestly, with, with uh, industrial businesses that are, are uh, combating change. Uh, that's, that's a little bit of a, of a tongue-in-cheek answer, but essentially, uh, we have found that a lot of businesses across, I guess they face change in three different ways. Uh, people process and, and product. Uh, in terms of people, um, obviously uh, a number of companies are, are facing a skills gap broadly as, as uh, skills uh, change as a result of, of automation. There's an undersupply of people coming out of high schools and community colleges. Um, and then also there's just a lot of retiring baby boomers. I mean, because of COVID, there's, there's furloughs, there's reductions in force, there's consolidations. Um, other companies actually are seeing unprecedented growth. Um, so there's a lot of change on the, on the people front. Um, in terms of, of product, um, uh, we're particularly hoping to connect with, with companies that are uh, either, either uh, rolling out new products or dealing with a lot of uh, product variation um, or, or just bringing new uh, uh, products to market. And then on, on the process side, uh, we are uh, uh, really looking to connect with, with companies that um, uh, uh, are, are investing uh, in digital transformation. Um, so the idea of, of, of the road to paperless, if you will, or are trying to standardize the process in which they uh, qualify their workers um, across 
uh, a number of plants or a number of processes or whatever the case is. Um, and then I guess more specifically, uh, who we're hoping to connect with um, is in order to make this uh, successful, uh, we oftentimes engage with uh, a couple of different stakeholders at the company. Um, it might be uh, on the manufacturing operation side, um, it might be on the digital transformation and IT side, um, or it actually might be on the, the quality uh, and technical training side. Um, so we, uh, to do this successfully, we, we uh, certainly uh, look for the coordination across all those stakeholders, but um, the conversation can begin anywhere. That's, that's pretty comprehensive. <laughs> so I do have a, a question for you. And I mean, you mentioned what Covalent did and you've mentioned all these people that you want to talk to. Obviously, you're looking to uh, help them, uh, you know, find the people they need, find the talent that they need. You know, forgive me, I, I don't want to be blunt, but, you know, isn't there already a, a service like what you're talking about? What, what is the innovation that Covalent is bringing to these conversations? Yeah, absolutely. So the innovation that, that Covalent is bringing to these, these conversations is, uh, is actually the fact that across the industrial Fortune 500, uh, many of these businesses still use a lot of uh, offline processes to qualify their workforces. So you see a lot of paper-based training forms, uh, paper-based evaluation forms, Excel-based uh, skill matrices. Uh, the information is not captured in real time, uh, not necessarily at the granular level that, that folks would want so that uh, the operational frontline leaders can, can leverage that information. Um, but also there's a lot of learning management software systems out there that are really well designed for classroom management and e-learning, um, but not necessarily for uh, the, the, the small interactions that are actually required for, for structured on the job training. Um, and, and, and that is because it's actually a pretty hard problem to solve, um, especially at scale where you have uh, a large industrial company may have a lot of different uh, a lot of different operations, plants, roles, um, and the underlying process uh, to qualify people for those roles uh, might actually be different. Um, and, it, and it takes a pretty uh, nimble system to be able to, to handle that. So long story short, we, uh, we, we can uh, uh, map out the qualification workflows uh, and, and by being embedded in the process, we can automatically capture who can do what. Um, and also that inc includes uh, advanced uh, disqualification and requalification, which is oftentimes the, the bulk of the work. Um, and then we're actually able to, to leverage that data for um, other operational needs like process control or, or um, resource allocation. So, I mean, you just talked about simplifying or replacing a whole constellation of things. I mean, my ears perk up whenever anybody says, you know, we can, we can get them off Excel. Okay, this sounds good. Could you maybe walk us through what the product is? What is the roadmap? What does it actually look like? Absolutely. So fundamentally, um, our uh, uh, engine, I'll say, is, is really the, 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 the mapping the qualification process. So we actually come in and we, we take a look at all those, those paper-based training forms and evaluation forms, and we recreate that process uh, in our application. So we can configure to the different uh, training functions and evaluation functions that, that need to occur. Um, and in doing so, we then are able to um, capture the data, which honestly is, is the hardest part, um, is making this, we think of ourselves as, as competing with paper. Um, so the idea that it's as user-friendly as, as filling out a piece of paper, and, and in doing so, um, we're able to uh, generate all those, those skill matrices and flexibility charts that can be scoped down to uh, each individual frontline leader by their cell, by their, by their ship, uh, whatever the case might be, just so that they can 
they don't have to shift, uh, sift through any more data than they need to. Um, and, then, and then ultimately we, we capture this real-time granular data set that can be leveraged in, in other ways. And every company, honestly, we're finding has slightly different uh, use cases for um, qualification gating, for, for badging into equipment, or, or sign-offs in their, their uh, manufacturing execution system, uh, or for manpower planning. Um, so there's a whole host of different ways that people can leverage uh, this, this data. You are talking about uh, either replacing or building on top of existing assets, legacy assets. And uh, I know there are people who think if it's not broke, don't fix it. You're talking about taking a, a step change, a, a new generation of tools. How do you deal with fear of change or, or the, the fact that some people have just grown very comfortable with what they're currently doing? It's a, it's a great question and it's a very fair question um, in terms of, of how to navigate process change. Um, and, and it's, it's um, uh, uh, essential to the partnership, right? So going back to that idea that um, in order for this to be successful, we need, we need buy-in from uh, the digital leaders, the quality leaders, the operations leaders, training leaders, um, and, and, and alignment there. And then honestly, it comes down to us um, bringing resources to the table. Um, so we have a whole implementation team that comes in and, and sits at the table, um, quite frankly, and uh, uh, works with uh, each individual stakeholder um, to do a lot of those qualification configurations, uh, configure the reporting down to the individual roles and permission sets down to the, the, the plant and the, the, the cell and the, and the ship. Um, and then we have a whole customer success and, and, and uh, customer support team um, that also um, support this effort, right? So this is not a um, one-time static uh, introduction, which honestly a lot of um, uh, Excel sheets uh, tend to be where there's sort of like a, a one-time initiative and, and instead uh, we really bring the, the, the um, we walk the walk, if you will, in terms of, of enterprise support. You know, it's not just about change for change's sake. It's not just about modernizing because you want to modernize. There are real benefits to what you're talking about. Can you walk us through some of those? Things to keep in mind when evaluating a solution like this is, is honestly, there's, there's just so many competing priorities out there today, and, and we certainly realize that. So the idea of um, understanding how we save costs and how we drive organizational agility um, are, are essential. Um, so um, in terms of saving costs and, and just coming down to the numbers, um, one of the ways that we have found that we can really uh, move the needle is actually in, in time to productivity. Um, so the idea that um, uh, when you use offline systems, it might take, uh, as an example, 90 days for someone to get trained up to productivity uh, uh, until they no longer require supervision. Um, and instead, we're actually able to reduce that window um, in one instance, actually up to 75%, um, where not only is that person able to, to work without supervision, where you're not paying for two heads to do one job, but they're actually obviously contributing to, to uh, productivity sooner. Um, and, then, and then the second way, uh, is really process control. So thinking about how you can leverage the qualification information to uh, do badging into equipment or do uh, qualification-based gating for uh, work order sign-offs or buy-offs um, and the idea of, of reducing the cost of poor quality just simply by reducing the number of unqualified workers that are, are, are doing work, right? And, and, and ultimately trying to reduce uh, defects and, and uh, other, other um, drivers of, of corrective actions. You know, this sounds, I mean, really comprehensive. Let's say I'm a manufacturing executive and I know I've got a, you know, talent shortage or I'm aware what I'm doing is antiquated. 
and I'm looking to modernize, what are the timelines for something like this? If I'm interested in getting you know, your help on a project, I mean, you guys are coming in and you're replicating things and you're, you're pooling a lot of data that only lives in analog or if it lives at all and making it digital. Walk us through sort of how to get started and, and when you would actually start seeing results. We typically um, are able to, a lot of it comes down to, to the discovery process um, and being able to sit down with those uh, on the floor leaders that um, manage those training forms, manage those processes um, so that we can really map them out efficiently. Um, I would say that uh, we recently uh, um, uh, went live with a um, automotive OEM where uh, we initially started conversations with them I'll say in, uh, it, was, it, was, it was in March, and then we actually went live with them um, by August. Um, so it was actually only a handful of months for us to be able to, to map the process, do an integration with their HR system and their MES system, their manufacturing execution system, um, and uh, uh, get them live on the floor. So this is not a 12-month ERP implementation by any means. Um, and in order for this to be successful, it needs to be an extension of their existing systems and, and part of that, that ecosystem. We have covered a lot of ground here. You know, there, there's a lot to think about. There's a lot to maybe process. What are some key takeaways that you want people to think about a little further? The real key takeaway here is the fact that um, industrial companies are, are navigating all sorts of different workforce challenges and trying to find ways to be more productive, to save costs. And, and one of the real opportunities is uh, replacing a lot of those offline paper-based, Excel-based uh, processes for making sure that uh, you do have the right people for the job, um, for the right job. Um, and, and that's exactly what we do. We are an enterprise-grade solution and uh, we're here to help. You know, for people who want to learn more, what's the best way to get in touch? The best way to get in touch is uh, the website, uh, covalentnetworks.com. Also, uh, my email address is uh, M as in Matt, and then my last name, Delaney, D-E-L-A-N-E-Y, at covalentnetworks.com. This has been another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. My guest has been Matt Delaney of Covalent Networks. Matt, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jim. And I hope everyone can join us again for another one of these very soon. Thanks so much, and have a wonderful day.